Welcome back to the Lash Business Lounge. I am your host, Lauren Lappin, and this is the place where we talk all things lash and beauty business related. At the time of recording this episode, it is about halfway through November, and I thought it was high time that I talk about keeping your boundaries uh, or attempting to maintain some sort of boundaries around appointments and your clients and your working times around December because we all do it. We all really struggle to say no to people. And I I have talked about this on the podcast before. If you're an OG listener or if you've been in any of my coaching courses or done one-on-one coaching with me, I really believe that a lot of us as beauty professionals or hair professionals, we are people pleasers and women tend to be people pleasers as well. So we find it very, very difficult to say no to people because we want to make everyone happy. We don't want people to be upset with us. We don't want to have those uncomfortable conversations and we want our clients to keep coming back. So it's very, very easy to fall into the trap of bending over backwards to please them. And unfortunately, there are some clients out there that can recognize this in a person and they will take advantage of it. So once you say yes to some silly request, they're probably going to be more likely to ask for more difficult things in the future. And they're just going to be even more disappointed when you say no, because you're kind of setting yourself up for failure here. If, you know, they ask you to stay behind till 10 p.m. because they can't possibly come in any earlier than that, or, you know, they rescheduled their appointment last minute and that was on them and they ask you to do their lashes or, you know, do their tan or their nails or whatever it is you're doing for them at a time that you wouldn't normally work or you've already maybe worked 45 or 50 hours for the week and you're just exhausted and you don't want to do any more. If you say yes to that, you do it, they're going to think that that's acceptable, that those kind of requests are acceptable, that you will, you know, fit them in wherever you can. And it's really, really hard to say no once you've said yes so many times to people like this. And yeah, I just want to talk about today, maybe putting some things in place so that it is a little bit easier for you to say no although it is very hard. It's taken me a lot of years. So here goes. I will start by saying, don't overbook yourself from the get-go. And this goes for you and if you have a team as well. So try and set non-negotiable start and finish times for all of your shifts. I know that in the beginning you know, when I first started my business, I would start at, you know, 8.30 or 9 in in the morning and I would finish at whatever time. I would try and fit as many appointments in as I could and would often be at my salon till 10, 11, sometimes even midnight, fitting people in because I was obsessed with making the best I could out of my business. I wanted it to be successful. I wanted to grow. I wanted to make money 
and I desperately wanted to pay back my business loan. Uh, my, I think I've talked about it before, my little 25K business loan that I got when I started my salon. And I was desperate to pay it back. I just had this crushing sense of, oh, not a sense, but I, I, I felt pressure from, from everywhere, from my family and my friends, this level of expectation that I had to succeed. And do you know what? I can say that it was from friends and family, but it was I was probably putting the most pressure on myself, if I'm 100% off, honest. But I really wanted to pay off that loan as quickly as I could. I'd set a goal for six months and I ended up doing it. But yeah, I did some pretty stupid things in the beginning. I worked on a Sunday when, you know, people rescheduled and it wasn't my fault, uh, you know, that life happens and, and, and they had to reschedule their appointments. And unfortunately, I just made it too easy for them to think that that was okay. Nowadays, my clients don't tend to reschedule because they know that they're just not going to get back in with me. But once upon a time, I was willing to do whatever I could to get them back in. And that included working through lunch, coming in at, you know, 6.30 or 7am on a Saturday and working on Sundays, which was my family day and, you know, the day that I typically used to take off. But I learnt the hard way, obviously, that once you do that, we keep doing that, certain people do tend to keep taking advantage of you and you set the level, you set the bar what's acceptable to you and they will keep pushing it. So, try and stick to your start and finish time. So, if you work, for example, Wednesdays 9 till 6, Thursdays 10 till 8, Fridays 9 till 7, etc., etc., don't go outside of these times. <laughs> I know it's really hard, especially if you don't have any other plans. I used to think to myself, oh, I'm not doing anything on Friday night. You know, it's, I'm just going to be watching TV. So, like, I may as well just do a couple of more lash clients. You know, no biggie. I'll earn a few hundred more dollars. But, yeah, I, I wasn't doing myself any favours at all. So, stick to those times. Be really rigid about it. If you need help with this, get an accountability partner. So, I would suggest sending your little roster that you make for yourself through to a friend. Or if you have people that you work with, maybe you work in a co-working space, uh, let them know what time you're starting and finishing and, and get them to hold you accountable. If they see you there past your finish time, past your scheduled finish time with clients you know, make a bet with them. Say, okay, I'll, I'll give you 20 bucks or I owe you a drink or something like that. Or you've got to do 30 push-ups. you know, something that is just going to add a little bit of accountability and it will make you not want to go outside those set working hours. So, if you struggle to stick to things, I would definitely suggest finding an accountability partner that is going to keep you in line. And also, when it comes to overbooking, try and have a break. I am also very, very guilty of this one. I used to work all day and just grabbed a bite whenever I could. Usually, I would be running late because I 
didn't have a receptionist. I didn't have anyone to help me. I was cleaning up in between appointments. I didn't add padding times in between my appointments. If you don't know what padding times are, it's just extra time in between your scheduled appointments so that it gives you time to you know, flip the room or check your client out, make extra appointments, et cetera, et cetera. So I've never believed in padding times. I still don't add padding times between appointments now. Time is money and I like to, you know, make as much money as I can while I am at work. So for that reason, I don't have padding times, but it is very easy for me not to have padding times because I have a full-time receptionist and I have a team. So sometimes if one of the other girls free and my receptionist isn't there, like if it's late night or something like that, or if she's gone to the bank or at lunch, if there's another team member floating around, they might be able to check my clients out and make some more appointments for them if I'm running a little bit behind. But at Christmas time, when we are really, really, really fully booked, it is a good idea to eat lunch, to go to the toilet, you know, at least every couple of hours making sure that you are drinking water, that you are feeling okay and, you know, you get a little bit of a rest in between clients. Not all of them, but every couple of appointments perhaps, just have a little bit of a stretch, a walk around. You really don't want to burn yourself out, you know, one week into December. I think your clients will be able to tell if you are worn out and you're haggard. You won't be able to give your best and they'll sense it. So definitely overbooking is a really big no-no. And I know it is hard to say no when, especially in, you know, these busy months of the year when everyone wants us and it's prime money-making time, you know, November, December. I just recorded a reel earlier and, you know, I was saying in the reel that November and December are really in Australia the two biggest months of the year. And I would... You know, after dealing with coaching clients in the US and Canada as well, uh, they're really, really busy months for those guys as well over there. So there's a lot of, uh, you know, holidays and things like that and a lot of events that people want to look amazing for. It's hard to say no when we just have a overflow of clients that are wanting to book in with us, but we need to know our limits and I know I've said it before, but I'll say it again. <laughs> Prime time to put your prices up as well. So work smarter, not harder. Don't overbook yourself and you'll feel a lot better for it come Christmas Day. My next tip would be to get organized for the busy Christmas period as well. So what I mean by this is start locking in your client appointments now if you haven't already. I know that probably since mid-October, I have been booking all of my clients through till March next year. Uh, we used to book through to December and then this funny thing would happen where December would roll around all too quickly and then, you know, I'd go to rebook my client at Christmas time for their January appointments and I had no space to fit them in. We ran out of appointments. So really important to book through past Christmas. But I would block out some time to give your best clients a call and just book them in. And I think clients really appreciate this extra level of care. 
They know that you are thinking about them and you want to get them in. You don't want them to miss out, especially if they have limited availability or if you have limited availability. It's really, really important to do this. And, you know, for clients that you see less often, you know, maybe those uh, ladies that just come in for a brow tint and shape, you know, every eight weeks or every 10 weeks, you know, you can call them or just send them a text saying that you're currently booking all your appointments leading up to Christmas and to get in quick so they don't miss out. And most people, I don't know why I don't get this, but they all want to look good for Santa Claus. <laughs> you know, it's it's really weird. Uh, we all just go and spend Christmas with our families and I honestly don't really care what I look like, you know, around my family. But for some reason, everyone wants stuff done before Christmas. They've got to have their nails done, got to have their tans done, lashes, brows, you know, skin needs to be perfect. They need to have their injectables Uh, hair needs to be done as well. Can't forget about that. We need to look good for Santa for some weird unknown reason. But just giving that extra uh, level of client care for your clients is really going to carry through into the new year as well. They're not going to you know, forget that you helped them get organized and that you were thinking of them. And this makes them feel really important that they're a valued client. So obviously keeps them coming back. My third tip is, and you might laugh at me, but you need to celebrate yourself. So if you haven't done it already, book in a Christmas party, even if you work on your own. You know, just because you are a sole trader doesn't mean that you need to miss out on all the fun. Uh, It came up when we were talking about teams in one of my salon goals coaching sessions a few weeks ago. And one of the girls in there was talking about the benefits of having a team. And, you know, we were going through all the obvious ones and and she added to it that the end of year is so much more fun when you have a team because you get to have a Christmas party. And, you know, it's, it's just so much more exciting and, you know, you get to celebrate together. But if you don't have a team, it doesn't matter. Book in a Christmas party. Take yourself out, go with your partner or a friend. Maybe you know some other beauty professionals in your local area that also work on their own. Why don't you organize with them to all go out together and have a Christmas party together? It is so much fun and it gives you something to look forward to. It's a really good content creation opportunity as well. So if you get some beautiful photos and, you know, Pair it with a caption for a reel or, you know, a static post on Instagram, you know, thanking your clients for all their support during the year and that you celebrated and this is what you did. You know, your clients really love to see that. Everyone loves a nice happy post, especially one that has your smiling face in it. So really good idea to have something to look forward to. You can just go low key. You can take yourself out for dinner with a friend or a family member or your partner, your biggest supporters in your business, or you can have a big celebration. It's up to you. But if you aren't throwing a Christmas party for yourself, think of something else that you might that you might do that you know will give you something to look forward to. Perhaps uh, you want to work through and do something on Christmas Eve, you know, or on your last, your final day of work before Christmas. It's always a really good idea to have something to look forward to. It will make it easier to get through the busyness that December is. And 
I highly recommend it. And if you do have a team, it is a really, really great way to show your appreciation for them. I love throwing my staff a end of year Christmas shindig. Uh, We've done lots of different things over the years, lots of fun stuff. I love spoiling my girls. I love showing my appreciation for all the hard work that they've put in during the year. And I don't skimp on this. I usually don't have a budget. I just do whatever I feel like doing. We normally, though, the last couple of years have like just put together a few ideas and voted on what we wanted to do. This year, we are going to the races here in our local town. There's a Christmas party race day, so it's all marquees and there's races on and, you know, live music and drink day drinking. It's always, always a fun time. And we're all getting dressed up and and sharing the experience of, you know, picking outfits and things like that. I know that we'll get some great photos, great content for our socials. Our clients will love to see us all out celebrating. And it's a really fun day. But I also, too, organise gifts for my team. And again, if you work on your own, why not organise a gift for yourself? Or better yet, make a goal for December or November and December, perhaps a total revenue goal and reward yourself with, you know, a really beautiful Christmas present. And that will help you get through the month as well. But I know that my girls always look forward to their gift from me. I've done lots of different things over the years, you know, ranging from gift vouchers to cash to Tiffany jewellery. And I always give it to them on our final day of work in the morning. And it's really, really nice. And yeah, I think that it's a really, really great way a really nice gesture to show your team that you care about them and, you know, that you are grateful for all of the hard work that they've put in during the year. My final tip is having a break. November, December are crazy. You know, we've already established that today. I closed my salon for a week and I've only been doing this for about the last three years. And the final straw for me (laughs) was I had a few years in a row where, you know, that week in between Christmas and New Year where people are away or they're home, they've got family staying, they don't know what they're doing, they're out of their regular routine. And I was opening because, again, obsessed with growing and making money and, and being bigger and better every each and every year. But I realized that this week always ended up being terrible. It was usually only, you know, two or three days that we'd be open. You know, those funny days, you know, the 30th of December, 29th of December, you know, those days that aren't public holidays. But we would open and it wouldn't be our usual clientele because all of our clientele we've taken care of before Christmas. You know, like I said earlier, we have planned it out in October We've planned out all their appointments. We've booked them in before they've gone on holidays, before they've gone to, you know, their family's place for Christmas or whatever. But we've got all our regulars in. And these people would come in were just kind of randoms or, you know, people that didn't come in too often, people that were new new to the area, maybe they just moved here or people on holidays. And these people, they don't know us and they tend to be really flaky. So we had lots of no-shows and people running late or people, you know, ringing up 10 minutes before they were due to come in and they'd be like, 
sorry, I'm just not going to get there. I've decided to go to the river for a swim today. You know, and it was just so frustrating. And the final straw was uh, one Christmas, oh, it wasn't Christmas Eve, it was New Year's Eve. We, I think we would, it was a Saturday. New Year's Eve fell on a Saturday. And it was just myself and another team member of mine, Ashley, working. And I think we did eight to 12 or something like that. We were, we were finishing early because it was New Year's Eve. And we had that many no-shows and last-minute cancellations. I think we made 250 bucks between us for the day. Rubbish. Absolute rubbish. You know, in four hours, we should have made between us about 1000 bucks or just under. And, yeah, 250 bucks. I was not happy. I went home and I was driving home and I'm just like, what was the point of that? I could have just enjoyed the day off and spent it with my family and friends. You know, it was a beautiful summer's day. You know, I could have been at the river having a swim. (laughs) But yeah, it just, it really didn't make sense to me. It was not worth it at all. So I decided that I was just going to close from there on in and just have a proper rest. So what that means for us is, Uh, Myself and my team are happy to work that little bit extra in the week leading up to Christmas because they know they're going to get some time off. And usually it works out to be around nine or 10 days off in a row if you include the weekends and all of the public holidays. And I think it works out to be only a couple of days of annual leave that they need to take, two or three days of annual leave that they would need to take. And all of my team are happy to do this. They're happy to take leave at this time and get like a bulk amount of time off all in one hit. And it really makes December and all the craziness that goes on with it that little bit easier to get through because they know they're going to have some time off at the end of it. So it's a really, really great chance for my team and myself to recharge. I feel uh, happy going on holidays during this time as well, like actually leaving town and going away somewhere else because my business is closed and My team isn't talking to me. They're not, well, they talk to me, but they're not, you know, needing me for anything work-wise. There's no catastrophe that I have to go in and fix or anything like that. So it's a really nice relax and recharge for myself as well. And I do recommend if you are thinking of having any time off, this is a really great time because clients do tend to be a little bit flaky. People are unorganized. They're out of their regular routine they're away from home or they've got family staying, their kids are on school holidays and it just tends to be a little bit all over the place. So if you are thinking of having some time off or closing down, it's a really, really great time. So just going back over all of my tips today to get you through the festive season. So number one, try not to overbook yourself. So by not overbooking, I mean say no to people. Stick to your set working hours. Try not to go outside of these. Don't come in early. Don't work through lunch and don't stay late. If you struggle with this and you work alone, get an accountability partner, someone that's going to keep you on the straight and narrow. Start locking your client appointments in now. So you're going to be less likely to get those requests and you'll be organized and you'll feel a little bit more at ease knowing exactly what you have in store for November and December. Try and schedule a end of year Christmas party, even if you work on your own or if you have a team, it's a great way to finish off the end of the year. And 
buy yourself a gift. Reward yourself for an amazing year of work. And you know, if you want that little bit extra incentive, you know, set a revenue goal for November and December and decide on the little gift you're going to give yourself. I'm looking at a new Louis Vuitton bag at the moment and I have a little goal for myself and I will probably buy it for myself. <laughs> Not for Christmas. I'll I'll get myself another Christmas present, but that is my little reward to myself for a couple of uh, months of really, really hard work. And my last tip was closing down over Christmas and New Year or just taking a couple of days off some somewhere around there. It's a really, really good time to do it if you are thinking about it because clients tend to be a little bit flaky around that time. So it's a really nice way to rest and recharge after the craziness that is November and December. So that is all I've got for you today. If you have any extra tips, if you have you know any questions or anything that we've talked about today, please feel free to reach out on Instagram. My handle is Lauren Lappin underscore. So L-A-U-R-E-N-L-A-P-P-I-N underscore. Or you can join my email list. And if you've been following me for a little while, you would know that I offer one-on-one coaching and I also have some group coaching programs and online online learning. So it's Black Friday shortly in a couple of weeks and I am going to be dropping something really super special. So if you are looking for a good deal and you want 2023 to be a big one, please reach out on Instagram, send me a DM. I'll add you to my email list and you can keep an eye on your inbox for something really, really special. But anyway, that is all I've got for you today, guys. I will see you all online soon.